and we bringing to you. Every time we turn live, and you know it's the truth. Every after show, move it down. This the time to move around. Uh, no gimmicks podcast is going down. Every night, every time in the ring. This is the time for no gimmicks. No, we doing our thing. What's your state of mind? Stick to mind. Moving down a statement when we take the line. This is exactly wrestling the state design. When you see Stone Cold like me, with the stunner in the world, exactly, man, what we bring. Every night we move like Brock Lesnar, the F5, no gimmicks. We take you to your limit with the feeling. Uh, when we live in the air, you know we on. It's the time. Guarantee we move. You know how we respond. The state is mine. The state is mine when we feel it. Moving down with the healing. Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Tonight, we decided we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to go live. This was an eventful weekend for us, so uh, we might as well knock this one out as soon as possible. But before we get into the show, we got a good one for you guys tonight. Uh, Let's get the pleasantries out the way, and then we can move right into the show Join us on the Patreon, DFPN, patreon.com slash Podcast. If you are not listening to this show and watching us live normally, uh, if you want to watch us live, go there. But tonight we're outside the confines because this is just too big of a a show today. So uh, DFPN, Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. Subscribe to the Bandcamp datfillin.bandcamp.com and of course we have the merch hit us at the teespring search datfillin podcast and you will be able to get our merch my co-host the fabulous one frankie d what is up brother this was a this was an eventful weekend man no we actually well first of all i'm great black mac (laughs) um this was a very eventful week um in not only no gimmicks for us, yeah, but just professional wrestling in general. And and we're gonna get like it's gonna be a fun show tonight. We yes. we we're not gonna be too too negative about anything tonight. This this is gonna be positive because something happened that I have been saying on this show <laughs> for like he is what? vindicated tonight. Yeah, the last I don't know what the last two months or whatever that yeah. I have been saying this. Yeah. So we gonna go ahead and get into it, bro. Let's do it. Let's get into it, man. The first thing out of out of the gate, right out of the gate. Last night it was announced TNA is back in business. Announced that Bound for Glory. They did this video they dropped, the vignette they did for it was actually really well done. Like I was, what are they talking about? Like, and it just had me. Like, what are they talking about? And then Boom, here we go. TNA is now back in existence. Bro, you were at my house. <laughs> you were you were here. Right? Yes. I I saw this online. All right. I saw it on one of the, the pages I follow on Facebook. And I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Like, are are you are you serious right now? So as I'm it's watching this video, I'm like, for real, for real. Like people, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm getting like goosebumps. I got goosebumps yeah. when the video was over and I saw the TNA logo. And the guy said, and they, and they used the, the guy's voice, used to do the announcing before he passed away. This is total nonstop action wrestling. Or T, this is TNA wrestling. Yeah. And he put on there, we are back. So a little while ago, I went further into this. So I went and saw actual live, the, the live crowd reaction from inside the building at Bound for Glory. And the place popped big for this announcement. This is something that I believe wrestling fans in general have been wanting for a long time. And that's what I said. I, I've never understood it. Even going back mm-hmm. to the the Bischoff-Hogan days at TNA, I never understood why the company was changed to Impact Wrestling. I mean, it was still TNA, but it was TNA Impact Wrestling. It was when they had the blue logo. Yeah, I never understood why they did that. That was the TV show. It's like WCW saying, oh, you know, the, the company is out called Nitro. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. So I'm happy as hell that TNA is back. What does it mean? Don't know. I mean, we won't know anything really until January when this under the, the first TNA pay-per-view 
is going to be hard to kill. Right. But we also have to understand something with this situation here. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not going to be negative. I'm trying to put, put this the most positive spin on it. Changes are not going to be overnight as far as we trying to regrow that audience. It's a lot of damage that was done to the TNA brand. We saw a video last night about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe, though, that at this point, they could do a lot of goodwill with a lot of people to bring those people back, especially the people who are feeling alienated from the bigger companies, such as the WWE and AEW at this time. Mm-hmm. Well, we got so we got we got some surprises last night at Bound for Glory. Um, and that was that was a tell that they are at least trying to change. Right. And for what I will say, and I've been I've been I've been an advocate for impact for the past couple of months because I have been tuning in to the product. Right. I will say they need to get a deal. If they can get a TV deal, everything is going to work itself out because in my mind for for my opinion and, and this is just my opinion impact wrestling right now has the best product it's just no one can find it it's hard to find if they can get themselves worked into a tv deal in which i was going to pose this question to you as well when i saw this come about um actually i asked you this this morning and it was you know nwa we talked about this last week they're moving to a more territorial system right what if because tna was under the nwa umbrella what if they just slide themselves back under that umbrella and now they voila now they're on the cw would that work for people i don't that would be my question would this work for people or not because it's a great move to go back to it in which right now there's a whole lot of questions of well, how how's that any different from impact? Which is a valid question, but my answer to that would be, well, if you want to slide them into a TV deal, it makes perfect sense. If you know the history of, of TNA, that it was once under NWA, it could slide right back under that system, go on to CW. I don't like that idea, to be honest with you. Because the so when, when when TNA first started, when the Jerry's first started, Jeff and and, uh, and Jerry Jarrett, I believe along with um, the late Bob Ryder as well, mm-hmm. um, they were TNA was essentially an NWA affiliate. Yes, right, right. And I believe around two thousand four or five, don't don't quote me on this, is when they dropped the NWA, mm-hmm. and they went on their own, much like WCW dropped the NWA in about ninety three. Right. So. I don't really see the two companies joining up together at all. There might still be some bad blood there with Billy Could Corgan. Be. Could be. Um, and the fact that, as we watched the video last night, the fact that I believe Dixie Carter still owns about 5% of TNA wrestling. Right. Um, and I know they had a big litigation, you know, years ago for that, you know, $1.8 million that Billy Corgan loaned to TNA to keep it going. I don't see them doing any kind of business. There's, but but also, you know, in the wrestling business, it's never say never. Because right. I remember for many years, New Japan Pro Wrestling would not deal with WCW after they felt WCW kind of screwed them over in the early 90s. Right. It wasn't until Eric Bischoff came along and Sonny Ono came along and they were able to, to, to get that relationship together and, and start doing business. So I'm not ruling it out. I just don't think that Right now would be a good time to do that. NWA is doing their own thing. Um, it is, like you say, going back to being a territorial system. Right. I think that TNA doesn't really fit into that. TNA has to be different. They have to be on their own. They have to be on their own. Right. And there's right. no problem with there being WWE, AEW, TNA, NWA. And you still got Ring of Honor out there, but that's under the AEW umbrella. Basically, what it comes down to is is that you give the wrestlers more places to work, right? And I'm I'm very happy about that. Me too. Me too. You know. Now, the big question out of all this, yeah, how does this move them into competition with both AEW and WWE? So they can't be 
competition to AEW and WWE. If, if they look at themselves, and I know Scott Demore is smarter than that, they're not going to look at themselves as competition to WWE. They're going to look at themselves as alternative to the bigger promotions. Let's give them something that they're not getting in the other companies. Yeah, you know, WWE might be putting out good stories, but they're not really doing good matches. Except maybe right. here or there. Right. So let's let's give us let's, let's let's give good matches. AEW, yeah, well, they're not really doing a lot of stories, but they're doing good matches. We need to have both. They do have both. So that's that's where the the, the opposite. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the last time, but I was really invested in TNA. It was during the Aces and Eights storyline. And I thought mm-hmm. that had so much potential because I was a big Sons of Anarchy fan. Mm-hmm. So I thought that had so much potential. And I thought, honestly, I don't know what the, the plan changed or whatever, but the initial part of it, what they were trying to do was basically like an invasion. It was basically the NWO as a biker gang, which is something that was funny that when I was doing another podcast, I suggested that as well. There be a biker NWO kind of gang and Lord Bill Aces Nays comes, but whatever. I, I listen. They don't listen to Frank D, so I had nothing to do with it. Whatever. <laughs> Although those those shows are still up on Goring.net right now, you can go look and listen to them. Whatever, but whatever. Anyways, so I don't know what the original plan was, but Eric Bischoff was supposed to have been revealed as the leader of Aces and Eights. He was feuding with Hogan at the time and Dixie Carter. That mm. would have been a money storyline. The problem yes. happened. The problem that happened with Aces and Aces and why it fell off is when they started to reveal some of the people that were involved. They just weren't compelling at all. Only one they right. had that was compelling was Billy Ray. And Devon being a part of it really made no sense. So that's the last time I was really invested. And then after that, um, I know they had brought back, once again, they brought back the main event mafia that came back. Um, then uh, AJ left Mm-hmm. They want. They want to give. A, they want AJ to take a pay cut, which is like, uh, how dare you ask AJ Styles, a guy who is pretty much, I would say, outside of Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle carrying that company on his back. How dare you ask him to take a pay cut? <laughs> money problems after money problems, just and a lot of the, the BS that was going on with Spike TV, which ended their relationship there, but then went to Destination America. Yeah, I really stopped watching at Destination America. I really got out of TNA, honestly, once AJ was gone and once Jeff Jarrett left. When I knew Jeff Jarrett was gone, I said, this this is not going good at all. Mm. So, to say that, um, I'm glad they're back. I've yep. suggested this many times around no gimmicks to bring back TNA. I think the TNA yep. name is, um, is a much more viable asset than Impact Wrestling. It just is what it is. If you want to call the show TNA Impact, that's fine. Like back in the day. But we need this to be same TNA, new attitude. Yeah. It's, it's the new school TNA with a little bit old of school, old tools, school. New school tools. Exactly. Yep. Let's, let's, let's make basically what's, what's that old saying? What's old is new again? Yep. Let's, let's go there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, got, you got Alex Shelley out there as a champion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's, very let's, good. Very good. And like I was saying last night, I wouldn't mind seeing Josh, Josh Alexander as champion was was actually really good. I actually became invested in his character and what he was doing. He reminded me of Kurt Angle. So right. I wouldn't mind seeing him carrying the torch for them again. But Impact or now TNA, I can go back to calling them TNA. I was Absolutely. doing it the whole time. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's what it was to me. It, it was, it was <laughs> I never I, – and I said, bro – didn't did I say this on this show? You don't hear people saying impact, impact, impact. That ain't never happened. Right. It's always TNA, TNA, TNA. When they got done playing that video, that's what the people were chanting. You had yep. all the wrestlers. You had Alex Shelley in there, Frankie Kazarian, Scott Demore, Eric Young, uh, you know, Josh. Some Alex of the people that the were there. there. Exactly. Yeah. They were all out there. They were doing this shit. They listened to the crowd because it popped the place. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for the future. For, for TNA to see what they're going to do. I'm, I'm yes. actually, I'm excited about this. Yes. This is great. Yes. This is great. It, it's awesome. Yes. It's awesome. But I, I'm telling you, if they get a TV deal, it will be very good for them. Then um, that's what they need to work towards. Because yeah. I think from, again, for my money, 
They have the best product overall. It is consistent. They they do stories. The matches are telling stories and capping stories. They do a well job of transitioning. The women's division is great. And the men's division is great as well. Like they have the best product right now. And I would love to see them on a bigger stage. I really would. And with, only, this, with the TNA name, it's easier to chant. So, so this is what my suggestion would be. They need to get eyes on this revamped TNA that's coming. They need to get back up with AEW. Mm. Because it'll help them out. It'll give them a big boost. Yeah. They already did that before. But when they did it, there was no fans there to see it, really. Right. It was on a pandemic era. Right. Let's take this TNA. Let's take this AEW. They need each other right now. They do. AEW needs something to give them they a shot do. in the arm. What I am suggesting is this. Blood and Guts. The best TNA has to offer. The best AEW has to offer. And let's get it on. Let's do some I shit see. over here. Let's do some shit over here. Let's all work together. You're, it, it's strength in numbers. Yeah. And they already they have that. both need that. They're friendly already. Because Don yeah. Calvis used to work at TNA. Right. So they're already friendly. Tony Khan needs a shot in the arm with his business right now. Right now, you know what the buzz in the business is right now? TNA. TNA. That's the buzz right now. And I'm Work happy as me. hell to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So when and they say social media lit up too. Everything lit up. Positive response yes. to this. Yes. Not very not, positive. I mean, you got some here and there, you got assholes, but majority of it has been positive. Yes. This is what people have been wanting. Now, there's no no plans to bring back the six sided ring. That's not going to happen. And a lot of no, they already it. they already shot that down. Yeah, the, so. a lot of talents didn't want that ring back anyways, because it, it, it just they said it was held. I down. don't care. Honestly. I don't care about the ring. What yeah, I, care I don't. About I don't. Is, the, is the product they're supposed to raise the production value here? So, I, I just can't wait to see what they do. I I was you know I, I'm just I was hoping, man that there was a possibility that they could get back into Universal Studios on the soundstage. That would be awesome. That that would be the, the place to the go. The original Impact Zone? The original Impact Zone. Yep. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. So I think Sky's limit for them, honestly. I think this time they can grow this thing, and there's there's a lot of positive momentum with it right now. They have they have everything there right now yep. to, to make a great splash. Yep. yep. They do. So, if anybody out there is listening at TNA Wrestling, thank you very much. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm responsible for anything. I'm saying that on this podcast, no gimmicks podcast, we were I, have, I have been suggesting this for the last few months <laughs> about bringing TNA back. So I'm glad you guys have finally done it. Thank I you. have been very I have been very vocal about them having the best product too. You absolutely, absolutely. So we so we're advocates for TNA. We're happy to see TNA come back, and I'm happy as hell, and I'm going to invest in the product. And I'm going to invest in the product by subscribing to their Impact Plus subscription service. That's what I'm going to do. I've had it previously, but now I'm going to get it back because I'm going to watch all this old TNA footage. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I do. I already do it on the network. Well, I, want to, I want to go back and see some classic Impacts, classic NWA TNA shows from the, the Asylum in Nashville. Shit, man, they, TNA did a lot of great matches back in the day, bro. They did. They Shit, did. Ra Raven versus Jeff Jarrett was one of the top programs they had. Yeah. Ron Truth Killings. When he was K-Crush. Yep. All that. So I'm, I'm down with it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Listen, more power to TNA, bro. I'm digging it. Yeah, me too. Loving it. I'm loving it. All right, man, let's move on. So you, uh, before, before we move on, yeah. so we were talking – 
about uh, stuff, but we actually did hang out this weekend. <laughs> right. right. We actually did hang out this weekend. Right. So, but before that, you were at SmackDown. So yes. you were in the building. Yep. What was your experience in the building? Uh, I thought it was a fun show. Really? I, I really did. Yeah, I thought it was a fun show. I sat so so I sat ringside. Um mm-hmm. I was in the front row ringside. Um and I thought they did a pretty good show. Uh, so you thought they kept the people engaged and involved. The, the, listen, this show here, they weren't piping nothing. I, I didn't hear any Thunderdome. John Cena got a big-ass reaction. Um, Rey Mysterio got a big, a, a decent pop when he came out there. Logan Paul had heat. Logan Paul really impressed me What is his promo work out there. Because a lot of stuff he was saying was a lot of stuff he was saying was actually true. I couldn't deny anything he was saying. Yeah, not a fan of him, but I couldn't deny what he was saying. Right. But I'm gonna tell you right now, this might shock some people. If you're not (laughs) if you're not following, oh, give me podcast group on Facebook. You should be. I I post there hourly. The biggest thing was is that I am officially an LA Knight fan. The guy won me over. Mm. He won me over. At first, I was like, I was even when I was outside in the line. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. People were yelling at, yeah, shit. And I remember when they were doing it when we went to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> at the Rumble, that's when uh, I got it. Yeah, I was like, what? I don't the get it. Fuck. <laughs> at the Rumble, I was like, I was like, what? This guy is over. I knew it at the Rumble. I was like, this guy is over, and I thought. He, his buzz was going to die down because he didn't win that match with Bray. And I was like, all right, it's over. But no, it wasn't. Like, he got bigger. Yeah. So, he came out there. Paul, Paul Heyman was in the ring. Um, and, and LA Knight came out there, and he got a huge pop in the crowd. LA Knight is basically Stone Cold Steve Austin for 2023. That's all it is. Hmm. He has the mannerisms of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He talks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what it is. So I was digging it. I understand it now. So I'm cool with it. And I get it now. And I think it's an absolute travesty that they're going to feed him to Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. <laughs> now... <laughs> Now you know that's what's gonna happen. I know that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I hate saying it because I know it's gonna happen. Right. But what if? No. You don't think so? Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to paint the scenario out there. Like, what if? Nope. Nope. Because let me tell you why. They already planted the seeds for Cody. Mm, that's already planted. They did. They did. You also have the rock out there in the universe somewhere too. Now, if I had to put on which one of these ones I think might happen, it's going to be Cody. To to beat him for the belt? Yes. I It all depends for me. It really depends. Like who's making the call for WrestleMania? Well, it's this is all Triple H shit. If it's Triple H, then Roman's Roman's probably losing to Cody. Yep. If it's anyone other than Triple H, well, the, no, Rocks, because, well, the Rocks well, facing them at WrestleMania. Well, here's the thing. Triple H was the one who made the call for him to drop for Cody to lose at Mania. So, I just think it's time coming up at Mania for Roman to, to it's, it's just time. Roman, he has to lose the belt. He has to drop it. Yeah, Yeah. he has to drop it. But the thing I'm worried about here when it comes to LA Knight, and I'm not saying this is this is what will happen, but the guy is hot right now. Very. So you don't want to mess up that momentum by having him go out there and lose to Roman Reigns. I there has to be a, a a DQ or something with this. Something yeah, it has to be trickery. Solo has to come out there or Jimmy or somebody has to come out there because it makes no sense why you would, would squash this guy. Yeah. Speaking of Jimmy Uso. Mm. Saw Jimmy every night too. 
thought. Jimmy is a very wacky dude. Like he, it, it, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit intrigued now where they're going with this angle. Dude, I've been telling you this too. Dude thinks he's, <laughs> dude thinks he's in the bloodline, but does he really want to be in the bloodline? No. Is he trying? Is he trying to get the Roman? Yes. He's trying to destroy it. I told you this. So then, what the hell? You see how this he, is convoluted, right? He he is the wild card in all of this because he's there. He's there, and he's close. It's keep your enemies close yeah. type of situation. That's where he is right now. Jay's all the way out. So maybe, and if you notice, they've been doing more interactions with Jimmy and Jay. Yeah. So maybe maybe the plan has changed a little bit here. Maybe I think the plan is not to be, well, maybe it's not to be uh, Cody Rhodes. Maybe it's Jimmy Uso. I don't think that was, I think the plan for me, I think the plan is Jimmy versus Jay because he's going to drag Jay back into it. But they're already doing it now. Yeah. That's what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. They haven't had they hadn't had any interactions except the last couple of weeks. So I'm like, I thought the whole point really of moving him to Raw was to keep these two apart till at least the Raw Rumble. And that's what that that's what they attempted to do. On but Smackdown. if that, but what I'm saying is, is that if they have a match with these two, if let's say okay, they want to do it for Survivor Series, then you're they're killing the whole thing for WrestleMania. No, because I think you can, you I think you can still. I think you can still. You can get one before it get because you can't drag this out to WrestleMania. You just can't. You could. So you I think. I think you could. You could, but it may grow cold, and I think that may be the fear. I don't think so. Here's the thing: you could have kept them apart, had them do other shit. The first interaction between you two should have been at the Royal Rumble. Mm, okay. Jimmy's out there hitting. Still, Jimmy's a, out there it's still a little ways away, though. Jimmy's out, but but see, they already have this stuff already. Well, I don't know what they do now. I do right. know the old WWF. They had WrestleMania next year already planned. Yeah, they, they had, had everything in a nutshell. Yeah. So my thing would be if they're out there in the Rumble doing their thing, Jimmy's out there, and then boom, Jay Uso's music hits. Finally, the showdown between the, the two brothers. But they're killing it right now because they haven't had too much interaction. So there's no more surprise. The surprise factor is there anymore. Yeah, and I think I think they may be hitting the panic button on it a little bit because, to me, I think the fear would be they don't want to get it cold and people not care about it if they hold off too long. So have them interact at, at Survivor Series, keep them apart. Until after the rumble. See, I don't think they're doing that, bro. I think they're they're gonna go with the match. They got they got very physical on SmackDown. So I think they're I think they're gonna go with the match at Survivor Series. I think that's what they're moving to. Hmm. And I'm like, why why would you I'm not saying I mean apparently Survivor Series is important again, but why would you do it at Survivor Series? That's true too. That's true too. The first, the first match. So, here, here's the and this is this is, damn man. So, They're but here's the like, thing though. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Say you build this all the way up to WrestleMania, yeah. right? You keep them apart. What's the plan after Mania? Is it is it for it to culminate at WrestleMania and be over and done with, or do you want to drag this out and make a a, a longer story out of it? You can make a longer story out of it because it's been done before. They did it with Bret and Owen. The first, so so so, so the Brett Owen storyline, if you remember, that started at Survivor Series '93, right? When, when Brett, you know, was walking across the apron of the ring, and Owen, you know, took a uh, Shawn Michaels Irish, you know, Irish whip into the ropes, and then knocked Brett off into the barricade. You know, then Owen gets rolled up by Shawn, he's eliminated. Brett wins the match, right? Owen comes back at the end, thinks he's gonna celebrate, pulls him down, and pushes Brett. So that started that storyline right there. Then mm-hmm. came, then they got back together. They remember they had the tag team match at the Royal Rumble. Then yes. Brett's knee was messed up, and then Owen attacked Brett. Okay, 
Then the first match didn't happen until WrestleMania 10. That was their first match. So you saying they could they could actually so they could do the same thing here? No, uh, they 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 fucked it up. Because Unless they, because they are you trying the to go the match route? They they try they pulled the trigger too early at, at SummerSlam. That's the problem. They pulled it too early. If they had kept this thing going until Roman versus Jay at Survivor Series, that could have been where Jimmy turned on Jay at Survivor Series. Yeah, but they, he already he turned way too early. It, that's what I'm saying, bro. They they yeah, messed the whole thing. The whole, they messed the whole plan up. I think after Sammy, they had nowhere to go. I feel like that about a lot of people, though. Like even Cody, I feel yeah, like we were that. talking about. And that's something we were talking about. We were talking about in the car yesterday, going to 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 Mission Pro. What is Cody's character exactly? And you you a light bulb went in my head. Went off in my head. I was like. I never thought of Cody as a character. I, I never have. I've just thought of Cody as Cody. He is who he is. Not Cody Rhodes, even though he's not really Cody Rhodes. I've never, that never dawned on me to think of him that way. He yeah, that's, happy. I mean, it, it has to me. When I look at the American Nightmare, I'm like, well, what is that? See, even that, like, it just, it never dawns on me, like, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. In my brain, it's like uh, it's a playoff. The American Dream. He doesn't want to be the dream. He's the nightmare. But that's a heel. Exactly. Now that so you that, say that, my mind goes, "Well, technically, you should be a heel." It's like I know what Ric Flair is. Right. He's a, the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss Steven, wheeling dealing, son of a gun. What? What if? What if? Because Cody Rhodes is a Star Wars fan. What if he's gradually turning and we just don't know it? Are you trying to give me an Anakin Skywalker analogy? Yes. Yes. What if he's doing that? What are you trying to say? That Cody's going to say, I don't fear the dark side as all of you do? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Who's Cody's Obi-Wan? It would be Randy Orton. Mm. Randy Orton rumored to return at Survivor Series. Yeah. So what if, bro? Like, what if what if this has been happening the whole time? And he's just been there wearing the suits. Well, there's a room there was a rumor that. You know, when Cody was at AEW, he had some heel stuff, but he was saving yeah. it for WWE. And I kind of, this is kind of what I expected out of him in AEW, honestly, if we were being honest. Wearing the suits, knowing that he's a Star Wars fan, he's gradually turning. And yeah. no, nobody just pick, nobody picks up on him. Where's Bullet Club, Cody? Hmm. The American Nightmare. Yeah. Guess we'll see, won't we? <laughs> yeah. Some pretty interesting stuff. Yep. But hmm. Jay Uso, big time over at SmackDown. He wrestled Drew McIntyre in a dark match. Good seeing John Cena out there doing his thing. So. SmackDown overall, I give it about what eight out of ten. That's hmm. right. That's good. That's a good. That's a good score. Yeah, yeah. It was. Good it was. A, it was all right. Yeah, it was cool. Shark I did was, notice. I did I notice the Queen. videos. Saw the Queen. Charlotte. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something about Charlotte Flair. Girl is smooth in the ring. There, there's oh, you can why, tell that. There's a reason why. She is probably the best female wrestler in the business. Everything she did is smooth. Like, she just, like, Charlotte was made for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, she she did her thing out there. I will, I'm going to go on record in saying something. And I don't want this to be controversial. I don't. Oh, uh, it will be. <laughs> but. 
When someone says, I don't want something to be controversial, it's almost like saying, well, I don't want to sound racist. No, no. <laughs> no. I'm not, it's not going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to try to put this as lightly as I can. Okay. I don't think Charlotte is the GOAT. Yet. Oh, shit. Yet. Yet. But I think in due time, she will be. Controversial comment. That is not controversial. Yes, it is. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. You got to tell me shit. <laughs> right now, for paving the road to where Charlotte is right now, I still feel that spot belongs to Trish Stratus. Because. Oh, hell no. I do. I do. No. I do. No. 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 I'm stopping you on that one. Hell no. I do. Absolutely not. You can argue with you can argue with me, whoever. You can you you tell me. You tell me when Trish Stratus was out there, and ain't no knock against Trish, I'm just telling them what it is. She was out there during the Divas era of a WWE. I know. I Charlotte, know. Charlotte, Bailey, all the rest of them that came after that era, they completely fucking topped anything they did. And they no, had some good. I'm they had some you, good workers. They I had. Know. They had the Jacklins. They had the Jazz. They did. They had the Molly Hollies. Okay. They had the Victorias. I, but the understand, Gales, those were my favorites. It was. It was Trish incredibly is nowhere fucking near a good wrestler as Charlotte Flair. Hell no. No, I'm no. saying. I'm saying for for what she did to get women's wrestling to where it is now, that spot is still hers because. She had to carry that torch during that time. Now, I'm going to I'm going to stop right there, and then I'm going to say what Charlotte is doing now is changing the entire landscape because it's no longer about what Trishanum did. It isn't. Now it's about the athleticism and what you actually do and how you actually perform. Charlotte is carrying that torch. And for what women's wrestling will be, it's going to be, she's going to be the GOAT. That's just that's just my opinion. Well, parents are like assholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> but you know I'm right, though. I... Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> you know I'm right. It's Whatever okay. you say. It's okay. You ain't got to argue. Okay. Whatever you say, pal. <laughs> but speaking of women's wrestling, uh-huh. we were we were privileged enough to attend Mission Pro Wrestling. Absolutely. Last night. Absolutely. The thriller event. Yep. Um we just talked about SmackDown. And attending this event after SmackDown, how do you feel about this event? Oh first of all. First of all, let me tell you something. So, these female wrestlers at Mission Pro Wrestling and the bookers of Mission Pro Wrestling, they put on a very entertaining show. Very much. I was entertained the entire time that I was there. Yes. They kept you engaged. They pulled off a lot of cool stuff during that show. I've yes. never been to a show like that before. I am now hooked and want to go back. Yes. The girls that wrestled out there, they told stories in the ring. They were out. I mean, these are some women. I'm telling you, people, you're going to see these women one day. They're going to wrestle for WWE. They're going to wrestle in AEW. All of them. In TNA. They're going to do All work in NWA, MLW, New Japan, whatever. You're going to see a lot of these girls. They're going to make it. My favorite on the show, and I have to say this, I am a big fan of Jasmine Allure. Hmm. Jasmine Allure reminds me of Sasha Banks, but better. Oh, that's a strong statement. She ha- she has it. <laughs> she she has it. She she really has it. So I I love to see her make it. Um, we sponsored No Gimmicks Podcast sponsored uh, a match that we actually sponsored two matches. Two but matches. One, but one in particular was with Maya World, who's been a guest on this podcast before, mm-hmm. and Izzy Moreno. And if you guys don't remember Izzy, Izzy was the super baby fan from back in the day on NXT. This girl has followed her dream and she is now wrestling. And I yes. told her last night, 
I was talking to her. I told her last night and says, I'm glad to see you followed your dream. And I hope you make it to the Fed one day, and I hope you wrestle Bailey. I said, that would be cool. That would be amazing. And I could tell what I said to her meant a lot to her because I came in her real. You feel me? So that right there, when you talk about a wrestling show versus a sports entertainment show, with the sports entertainment show having commercial breaks and trying to sell you stuff and pander to you versus a little small indie show that kept it going and it went by fast. I'm gonna put Mr. Pro Wrestling. I'm gonna put I'm gonna, I'm giving Mr. Pro Wrestling a ten out of ten. Uh yeah. Yeah. That was the fastest two hours I think I've sat through yeah. in a while. In a while. Like it was and it was moving. And we had an intermission yep. to where you can go around and uh engage and now get merch and stuff I'll like tell that. you one thing they could improve on if they could do it. I'm not saying they can do it if they can't. If they can get a food truck out there in the parking lot or something, that would be boss. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. get a food truck with some, you know, Connie Asada or some shit, oh, yeah, you got me, dude. Like, <laughs> like for real. But I'm giving it I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I had fun. It was cool to be there. Um, they treated us well. And this is actually right here. Mm-hmm. This is the flyer from the show. Yep, I got thriller. I got me a little haul too. So yeah, so right there's a thriller, and it's signed by My World and Izzy. Yep. So real cool, real cool weekend of wrestling. And I got me a shirt from another one of our sponsors. Absolutely. Uh, Morgan Mercy, who yeah. also had a banger of it. That match was her Gypsy match. I was not expecting that. Black Swine is another one. Yes, she worked her ass off out there. In that match. In a casket match. casket match. Yeah. One of the most entertaining casket matches I've ever seen. I'm like, listen, whenever they, and apparently this was taped for title match wrestling. So whenever this drops, I'm going to let you people know when it drops so you can go. It's already there. Oh, it's already there? Yeah, it's already there. It's already on the title match wrestling. It's going to, Mission Pro Wrestling presents Thriller from yesterday, October 21st. Y'all need to go check it out. Check that out. Please go check that out. That was a, uh, and that was my first Mission Pro show attending. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. Like right. so much to where I'm like, I know they're coming back in December, which I think they just announced an event too. In uh, December third, Silver Bells three at the same spot. So I told you last night, I I'm I'm probably gonna come back for that one. I'm gonna be right there. So yeah, it was that was fun. That was fun. The ladies were great, uh, engaging with with all of them. And some of the guys I actually follow on social media that worked there, yeah. and I didn't know it. And I ended up meeting them last night because they recognized no gimmicks. They were like, "You guys are our sponsors." And I'm like, "Yeah." And like, "Oh, I'm such and such." So I'm yeah. like, oh, that's cool. That was cool. It was cool meeting people that you know we we engage with so right very fun very fun show but yeah if you're in the san antonio area highly encourage you to go to a mission pro show definitely some of the best highly female, some of the best female talents in texas and some of the best female talents in the wrestling business trust me did you you had you have a match of the night what was your match of the night it had to be uh damn dude there were so many good good matches out there but the I one mean, that, every every yeah. everyone was good for me. My my, I mean, honestly, my my favorite match had to be because there was so much going on, and it was and it was so physical. It had to be Black Swine versus, versus JP Harlow. Yep, yep, the casket match. They had a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot going on yeah. in that match. That's the one that kept my like everything else was was cool, but those other those were all straight matches. This one was the gimmick match. For the night that yeah and as as good as every match was i felt like that one needed to be there yes because it, it did fit and it, it broke the ice now i'll tell you one else. thing i'll tell you one thing had i known that they were doing a costume contest <laughs> oh bro. i forgot to tell you that. i totally bro, forgot to tell you this <laughs> you already know i would have won you would have won you would have oh, won yeah. Oh yeah! 
although, although I'm not mad at who won because yeah, they they did that. Right. They did that. They did they did the thing on that. One. Yeah. So but I would have kicked their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see when you were here what I'm working with. Yes, yes. I was like, yeah, you the one. I totally forgot though. But yeah. If you ain't following and and, and I'll let you know, know right now, Frank D is is probably gonna watch a whole other different YouTube channel. This is all <laughs> gonna be my cosplay shit. Like right now, I just put some videos out right now of me dressed in, in my Darth Vader build. I did that. I've done my Michael Myers because I just got I got I got some other shit coming because I got another mask coming tomorrow from Halloween too. The the warlock, and I mm-hmm. got the the cot the the you saw the suit. Yep. I got some shit playing, so I'm yeah, a, he's got I, some shit, ladies. And gentlemen. Yeah. So when I when I launch this channel, y'all gotta go support your boy. <laughs> I get now, and I got this idea because there's a channel I follow. It's Michael Myers uh, Indicator. Hmm. So I got the. Oh, idea. that dude is funny, bro! Hell yeah! <laughs> yep, that dude is funny. Yep, his you wife is to... his wife makes his wife, and now and now you got the, his son Harrison is involved in it now too. He dressed up as Michael Myers, <laughs> and, and they played the, the video I saw was yeah. they were outside. I guess uh, the, 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 the neighbors were moving in. Yeah, and he had the knife up like this. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Get in the house. Yeah, funny <laughs> shit, funny shit. So that's yeah, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm going with mine, dude. So yeah, my, but, but mine's mine's basically going to be basically Michael Myers. It'll be Michael Myers. It's going to be uh, Darth Vader because that's I'm building it. I got he black saw the whole setup. It's legit, ladies and gentlemen. It's I legit. The, I got the voice saying and all that shit, bro. Like it's legitimate. He he put some effort into that. And it's it's gonna be amazing. So yeah, tune in to them. Oh yeah, I'll let you know what I'm <laughs> dropping. <laughs> All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Well, that went by quick. It did. Um, you know what? I don't. I don't have any um, anything negative to say. It's just been. It's been a fun weekend. I, I appreciate uh, you hooking us up with with Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, yep. And this was this this week here was the birthday week of Frank D. My birthday, yeah, man. Was on. Happy happy belated birthday. Well, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Um, I, I had fun all week. It's it's been a blast. Um, it, it started on started on Tuesday. Seventeenth was my birthday, and it's been you know SmackDown Friday, Mission Pro Wrestling. I have to hang out with my boy here, and yep. um, it's just been fun, man. I'm having a blast, bro. Like for real, for real. So, and I appreciate all the birthday wishes out there from everybody that hooked me up. Um, yeah, it's it's been dope. Very much so, man. Very yeah. much so. But yeah, I I really appreciate it uh, coming into town and you know us getting to hang out more so than you know going to see a Mission Pro show. That was that was dope, man. That was that yep. was really dope. So yeah. So much so that I'm like, I told Khan, I was like, I'm going back. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So she, was like, she was like, how was it? It's like, I'm going back. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going back. So uh, Mission Pro, I hope you guys get ready for us again because we will definitely be in the building again. Oh, yeah. We're going to be mainstays, Mission Pro. <laughs> All right. We always, we're, we're always looking for somebody to sponsor. So yep. that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. You got us. You hooked us. You hooked us. Bro. I got hooked. <laughs> wrestling is fun again yes it is fun so yep. hell yeah and we were just talking about this like we we lived we lived across well not across the street but a street away from each other and we never yeah. really did all this stuff no we went to like stuff. one one we went to <laughs> new japan yeah they, they were in long beach yeah we, we went to that show i don't think we ever went any wwe shows no no we didn't no. do that because nah, it's like wwe was shit so like i don't want to be on that shit yeah, and then the pandemic happened. The pandemic, so. exactly. Yeah, so I kind of like now when they come, like, yeah, I got to go because like we that that was taken from us for a little while there. Yeah, because of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Yep. So it is what it is. So uh, copy that. Uh, pretty much. Don't forget to have your pets uh, spayed or neutered, and uh, you know that way you can help protect the pet population out there. And uh, yeah, man, listen. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna tell you this right here, okay? Um, so there's a lot of people out there that don't like things, right? But if we like it, leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> you dig? Please. Yeah. <laughs> I hear so many Please. people complaining. I hear so many people complaining about this and complaining about that, bro. Frank D is not going to complain anymore. 
<laughs> if I like something, I like it. Fuck you. That's it. Hey. Hey. That's it. That that works for me. That's it. <laughs> that works for me. Just because some people didn't like Ahsoka, I I liked it. I liked I liked Episode Five. Could they have done better? Yes. Is there room for improvement? Probably. Do we know where it's leading to? Yeah, the whack ass sequel trilogy. <laughs> That's where it's leading to. So, real quick, Disney. If you want to save Star Wars, you have to do this. Don't say it. Luke, Leia, Han Solo, Darth Vader, Yoda, Chewbacca. There you go. That's what people want. You can also sprinkle in a little Darth Revan, Darth Bane. You know. Bane, definitely. Keep 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 our boy Anakin Skywalker there, Hayden Christensen. Keep him there. Sokotano. Alright. Other than that, everything else go to hell. Meh. Works for me. That's how I feel. Huh, works for me. In public. <laughs> oh, man. But once again, man, thank you to Mission Pro Wrestling. Thank you for uh, being so hospitable. And uh, we'll be back. But I got nothing else, man. <laughs> I got nothing else either. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the No Gimmicks podcast here on the DFPN. And don't forget, right now, our United States Department of Nerds are doing a podcast. They're doing All Hallows Eve. Talking about some horror movies. They're talking about Scream, probably Halloween, whatever. You don't want to miss that. Only way you can hear that, Patreon. $3, people. $3. You dig? Go subscribe. $3. Seriously. Yep. That's it. That's it. But until then, peace. Y'all have a good one. And enjoy whatever the fuck you want to enjoy. Peace. And I know it's all finished, all finished, all finished. We give them no gimmicks. Yeah. And I know it's all finished, all finished, all finished. We give them no gimmicks. Yeah. And I know it's all finished, all finished, all finished. We give them no gimmicks. Gimmicks.